1: All right, folks, welcome to this special Monday night edition of Chair Shot Radio. You're going to hear this on the Tuesday morning uh, episode, Chair Shot Radio. It is another installment of Hockey Talk. It is I, the lawyer, Dave Unger, coming to you on this recording on this Monday evening. And Patrick O'Dowd is is out this week. He was out from Bandwagon Nerds, as you know, had some uh, real world stuff to take care of. And so I called in the most renowned hockey expert that I could possibly find to hang out with me tonight. And, you know, we're going to talk some wrestling after we get off here as well. So, Uh, but it is the one and only the Reverend Ray Cash. You guys hear him on Bandwagon Nerds. If you listen to this week's episode, you heard Ray and Christopher Platt summarize lock and key, even though they haven't seen a minute of it. And he's going to do the same thing here with hockey tonight. Ray, how are you doing, buddy?
0: I'm doing good. First and foremost, thank you for having me. Secondly, I prefer. I think I should be called uh Laszlo Cash because, as they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. And Thirdly, I'm super excited to talk about the District 12 Mighty Ducks.
1: Okay, we'll get to that in a, in a few minutes, and we can talk about that. But, but I think what I wanted to start off with is <laughs> is um, <laughs> the the biggest story in hockey over the last, and whether you watch hockey or not, the biggest story yeah. in hockey over the last week. Was the Jack Eichel trade, and for you know, and let me let me put it in in a way that I'm sure you can relate. So, whether you watch hockey or not, there comes these moments in all these sports that go on where you've got two guys who clearly emerge as the front runners for the top two picks in the draft, and in hockey. This happened a few years ago with Connor McDavid and Jack I mm-hmm. came out and teams started, they starting a lot of talk about tanking and stuff like that to get one or the other. Um, similar to like, you, you remember when, when, uh, when the, uh, what, nine years ago, Andrew Luck and Robert Griffin, the third, they had that big thing. And one and two, yeah. yeah, one and two and the yeah. Colts got one and the skins moved up to get two. And so it was like, well, the, or even go back further to the Peyton Manning, Ryan Leaf situation.
0: Well, there's been many of those, even more recently, just this, just this past year in, in NBA, Kay Cunningham and Jalen green. Yeah. Yeah. All the time. One and two, one and two for sure. Right. So it, it was that
1: situation. Uh, Connor McDavid is probably the best player in hockey right now. And,
0: he's a, he's a beast. I know
1: that. Yeah. And he had probably the goal of the year this last year in a, in a game against the Rangers where he just made basically the entirety of the Rangers defense look like uh, his bitch as he just weaved in and out, scored this magnificent goal. Connor McDavid is on a, uh, a, a different level entirely. But Jack Eichel was the number two pick. Buffalo Sabres grabbed him. He was supposed to be the savior for this more abound franchise in Buffalo that hasn't done shit since probably, well, haven't done anything since Brett Hull scored that goal that may not have actually been a goal that oh. gave the Dallas Stars the Stanley Cup. So Jack Eichel supposed to be the guy to lead Buffalo back to the promised land. And Jack was having a pretty good career so far. Then he hurt his neck. And oh, wow. Him and Buffalo ran into, for lack of a better term, loggerheads over Buffalo wanted Jack to have a more traditional surgery i've
0: like, heard the story yeah. i know the story you're talking about now yeah okay so gotcha.
1: they wanted him to have a traditional more like a di- like a fusion or something like that or maybe a laminectomy or, it's something you know one of those spinal surgeries and and in my field you know as you know ray I'm a, I'm a workers comp attorney so i deal with a lot see a lot of stuff about spine surgery probably on a weekly basis and jack didn't want to have this more traditional surgery that the sabers wanted him to have he wanted to have artificial disc replacement and the Sabres were like, well, that's still too a little bit, a little bit too experimental. We don't want you to have that because we don't know how it's going to work. Jack, meanwhile, is saying, look, I'm 23 years old. I don't want to have anything fused and really reduce my mobility. And Buffalo's like, well, look, Peyton Manning was fine with it. And he's like, okay, but I'm not Peyton Manning. I, I'm significantly younger. I don't want to do that. This is a surgery I want. So Buffalo and Jack Eichel ran into a situation where they couldn't resolve this issue. And, 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 and the, the, I guess, for lack of a better term, the relationship between the two sides became very strained Mm -hmm. and it got to the point where they needed to make a trade. And lo and behold, there were all sorts of rumors about, was it going to happen? How was it going to happen? How was it going to go down? And it finally did happen last week and it ends up being, and I'm trying to pull it up now. And of course, as soon as I get it figured out, it fucking goes and messes up on technical me.
0: difficulties y'all yeah live podcasting.
1: that's right live po- oh here we go okay
0: and he plays he um oh wait, mcdavid plays for the oilers right
1: yeah mcdavid plays for edmonton and they are on freaking fire this year yeah but i mean you know when you get number the top one of the top three draft picks for like a decade for you you probably you probably are going to be pretty good eventually when those guys come Con- come of age kind
0: Con- of the best picks in sydney right
1: uh, he was, he's very comparable to Sid and, and Ovechkin. Yeah. That kind of thing. So, uh, so yeah, so they end up with Jack Eichel goes to the Las Vegas golden Knights and oh, wow. Yeah. And, and Vegas is, is a team and Patrick laments the fact cause you know, Vegas is out in the Western conference with his blues and Vegas mm-hmm. has been in the league for six years, made the cup final the very first year they were in existence, got beat by my guys for their only mm-hmm. Stanley cup. Um, but the rich keep getting richer and and Vegas keeps adding pieces and, um, Jack went back last year, didn't they? No, no, they got knocked out in the conference finals, I think, or however, last where they played Montreal, they were in the final, they were in the final four and then Montreal upset them. Um, so the bill, the say the bills, (laughs) the Sabres end up getting Peyton Krebs, Alex Tuck and a couple of future first round draft picks and a future second rounder. Vegas is also going to get a future third round draft pick as part of the deal with uh, with Jack Eichel. Um, yeah, Alex Tuckman, this, this is the guy who had the wide open net that Braden Holpe stuffed him in game two of the series against the Capitals. The save. But um, so we're not going to it's an interesting trade because you're not going to see Jack Eichel hit the ice further. Looking at probably four months. So the thing about it, though, is hockey <laughs> four months from now will be the stretch run of the playoffs vegas is we'll we'll talk about the standings after the break but vegas kind of in an interesting position right now as far as underachieving a bit at the beginning of the year but it's a long season and i'm sure they oh. will turn it around so eichel's going to show up right in time for the playoffs and vegas is going to be an enormously dangerous team do you and i know you don't follow this stuff that that you know extensively but when you were tr- talking about trading somebody who was actually looked at very favorably with Connor McDavid a few years ago, and mm-hmm. you're trading him from a team like Buffalo to a powerhouse like the Vegas golden Knights. I mean, y- you don't see too many early season trades like this in any of the sports with a shifting of the power dynamic quite like this, Ray. I know you do a lot of stuff with three man weaves, so you know all about sports yes, sir. and, and yes, sir. that's right. So, you know, not so much from a hockey standpoint, but just from, from a team sports standpoint, when you get a mega blockbuster like this, especially involving a guy who's on injured reserve and still commands that kind of return on investment, you know, what, what are your thoughts on, on this kind of a, a mega deal in the NHL?
0: First off, I want to say good for Jack Eichel sticking up for himself because in a situation like being a professional athlete, you only have, if you're really, really good. 15 plus years to make the bulk of your money for the rest of your life. So because your body is essentially the tool you use to make your money. So if you you it has to be a decision you make because you got to live with that and if that decision doesn't work. Then you could try different other things, right? I feel where he's coming from and Peyton Manning and his surgery. Of course, the age is a major difference, but the difference. But he, it, he doesn't need the mobility that a hockey player does. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like a quarterback doesn't need the same he need the quarterback needs to be fairly mobile and, and and dexterous. But not like a hockey player. And I'm I'm assuming Eichel is a center. I think he's a winger.
1: I'll I'll look it up, right? Keep going. I'll I'll try and figure it out. Okay. Um
0: but yeah, you your head has to be on a swivel at all times. Uh and I mean football is a dangerous sport, but hockey does not get the level of respect it deserves for being a very physical sport. Some of the checks against the boards, some of the fights, it, it, yeah, man, these guys really need to keep their heads on the swivel, so I, I appreciate that. I also think sometimes bad franchises continue to be bad franchises because they make bad decisions. Trading this dude away to a great franchise like the Knights, this is, you ever been walking down the street, Dave, and uh, you saw like a $20 bill on the, on the ground, and there's nobody around, and you're just like, Oh, I, guess I got twenty dollars.
1: <laughs> I wish I would uh, run across a twenty dollar bill lying in the street. He is—he is a center, actually. Ray, you're right. Uh, drafted number two in 2015, so he's been around for six years.
0: But, uh, but yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Go on, my friend. He's found money, bro. He's yeah. Found money. W- whatever he can give them, if he gives them nothing, they gave away decent players that they can re- replace. But if he—if he is even. Let's say seventy five percent of the player that he was projected to be, isn't that still top half of the league in centers? Oh yeah,
1: and you put him in, on that team. If he yeah. if he's if he's remotely that's close exact. to what he was two three years ago, when he was uh, you know a, a very dangerous player, and you add him to the Vegas Golden Knights, they are they got to be the prohibitive cup favorites at that point. But I mean that's the thing, and, and but the thing is hockey probably as much as any sport if not if not more so is so much based on team chemistry and of course hot mm-hmm. goaltending mm-hmm. and so you have mm-hmm. to wonder you know will there be time for him to mesh with his teammates how how is that all going to come to play and what you know how is he going to fit into the grand scheme but yeah i mean looking at it on paper i i think the the vegas golden knights
0: probably fleeced the buffalo sabers Oh no No, no, whole, no problem. deal Ain't no probably. I remember in, in uh, basketball, Kevin Garnett, Kevin Garnett got traded from the Timberwolves to the Celtics for like seven players and like two draft picks. Still fleeced them. That, when you're great, you're great. Bill Simmons has the best analogy for this I've ever, ever heard. If great players are a dollar and other players are change, would you rather have a dollar, would you rather four quarters or one solid dollar bill?
1: Give me the one solid dollar bill.
0: And uh, Eichel is a dollar bill. So even if you make up a dollar worth of a quarter, five nickel, five, whatever, so on and so forth, I'd still rather have the dollar bill. So yeah. I do have a question for you uh, re- regarding the Knights, if you have a sec. Sure. Something about the way hockey does expansion bothers me, as just as a regular fan. And I, I say that because. I am a fan of almost every sport. The jokes, we we make jokes all the time, but I care about hockey. I pay attention to it. I don't watch it regularly, but I do pay attention to it. I watch the Winter Classic every year, and I try to watch some of the cup finals or the cup playoffs. But in every other sport, major sports, rather, I can't speak on hockey, I mean on soccer, because there's there's still a new burgeoning sport in the MLS as they are. Are, and right? the
1: mls let's be honest they expand every year so it's awfully hard to make a comparison <laughs> to what the mls well, is expanding ma- but but they've got the markets for it so
0: they, yeah yeah it, and that's that's why they're expanding because they realized oh yeah, you probably should have done this shit 10 years ago and they're making but money if you're looking at or, <laughs> i'm saying if you look at baseball football and basketball normally when you have an expansion franchise that expansion franchise is terrible Either terrible or bad, and they have to grow to get good. The Knights were expansion franchise in the first their first season they went to the Cup Finals. The Kraken are expansion franchise, and forgive if I'm wrong, but they're decently good, aren't they? They're okay so
1: far. They are not the Golden Knights, and 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 Patrick had mentioned, like I know we've talked about it a few times, that they kind of tweaked the rules on the expansion draft a little bit, uh, to mm-hmm. and to try and to try and. I don't know. Correct. And it's the thing. Are you really correcting what you did? I mean, Vegas caught fire. The team had all that chemistry and, and, you know, halfway through the their inaugural season, people were like, Oh shit, these guys are good. And by the time people realized they were good, it was too late. Then they had chemistry. You also had, you know what the thing about the Knights that, you know, I think people didn't take into consideration is you had a, a multi-time Stanley cup champion goaltender as your backstop, Mark, Flurry. Mark Andre and that Flurry. Was, that was what it was, and yep. he solidified that. You got you got good players like Marsha Solt and, and Carlson, who who had really good years, and they had. Yeah, they were a bunch of casts off that nobody wanted. Didn't mean they weren't good players. They were all really good players, and you know they they steamrolled their way to everybody until you know until they ran into the Capitals, who were a bigger team of destiny than than Vegas was, and that's the only reason that they won. Um, but you know, I. It's tough to say, you know, I think hockey is a little bit more prone to a situation where an expansion team like the Knights, like the Kraken, can catch fire and go a long way, because it is not quite, uh, it's it's harder for one person, a superstar, to just dominate the game, whereas you see that the other sports a little bit more, not as, you know, I'm not saying that one guy wins it all in the NBA, that sort of thing. Well.
0: Well, that, that that happens though. You're right; it, it does, does happen. I mean, it does. Look, look at all the champions in basketball. They revolve around like four guys in the past ten, ten, twelve right, years. Right, Lebron, KD, Steph, and but it's. I think there's like a, oh, and Kawhi. Yeah, yeah. the same guys.
1: It, it's hard to draw the comparison to other sports because they aren't expanding. When the NFL hasn't expanded since what? Houston was given a franchise to replace. Two thousand two. Yeah. So you're looking at almost twenty years since the NFL expanded. Yeah uh major league baseball jesus i don't know when's the last time they even had an expansion the marlins huh oh my god in
0: in the mid to late 90s yeah
1: Yeah, they haven't expanded since and the nba hasn't expanded since i mean they did all this crap with charlotte and new orleans but it's not really expansion you're just replacing
0: teams yeah but it's a new but it's a new franchise it is so yeah so what's that like 2010
1: yeah i mean so it's hard to say when you're looking at you know And the NHL, there's markets that they could go to. Houston's been rumored, your hometown or your present town, excuse
0: me. uh, So from from what, shout out to one of my best friends, Kyle, who probably should be on here instead instead of me. True. (laughs) For being honest. Uh, He believes Phoenix is going to end up moving to Houston. They might.
1: Yeah, Phoenix is having, uh, yeah, they're not, the Arizona Coyotes are not. Not good. We'll put it that way. But I, I've heard. I think Wayne Gretzky was on something recently talking about expansion. He listed three cities: Houston, Kansas City, and Quebec. And you know, obviously Quebec's Quebec got be, uh, well, yeah. Quebec's got history with the Nordiques, and 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 you know, they're not the greatest market in the world from from you know just from you know from the standpoint of money and 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 a big market. But boy, they've got heritage and they've got lineage and they've got a name. Uh Kansas City did have a hockey team. I think the Scouts used to be there years ago, but I mean that, that's an entirely different time frame. I mean that was well before you were in the situation where teams from Florida and California were winning the Stanley Cup.
0: So that's <laughs> crazy. Yeah. That's crazy like that we have really good teams on the on the West Coast and then the Florida Panhandle or the Florida Panhandle. Tampa Bay it. Lightning. That's two.
1: Tampa Bay Lightning two-time defending yeah. champs. All right, Ray. Well, I tell you, it's crazy. Let, let's take a commercial break here. Once again, remind everybody that you are listening to Chair Shot Radio, which is a part of the Chair Shot Radio network on the thechairshot.com. Make sure you are checking out all the other great shows. Chair Shot Radio comes out at least five days a week, sometimes longer. Who knows? Make sure you are, of course, checking out Ray and Patrick O'Dowd and mine and PC Tunney, Bandwagon Nerds. Just had our season two finale yesterday. It was a great episode. Lots of fun. And so that is great, but yeah, make sure also that if you're looking for t-shirts, you're looking for stocking stuffers. It is a holiday season. Make sure you're going to pro wrestling team, pro wrestling tees forward slash the chair shot. They've got a shirt, a shirt for everything. All sorts of great sayings. You might even find that plat palaz 2020 campaign shirt. Is it all Don't sold out? It.
0: All sold out. Don't. Don't find it. Okay. Just, just ignore, it. ignore it. Spend your money on better things, like <laughs> other shirts from thechairshot.com.
1: Or you could just hit Ray and I. We have Venmo accounts. You know, you can also just send us money. We won't complain. PayPal.
0: Yeah. Uh, cash app google play I'll <laughs> all, let you
1: the, all that good stuff all right we're going to take a quick commercial break we're going to come back and we'll kind of do a quick once around take a look at the standings and look at where things are my boys are playing tonight big milestone for alex ovechkin tonight you're listening to chair shot radio on the chair shot radio network a part of the Wanted to run through some of these standings with you. I did mention the Washington Capitals are in action right now. They are playing the Buffalo Sabres, the aforementioned Buffalo Sabres, Ooh. who are doing pretty well this year. Uh, caps are up 3-1 to one right now. We just started the third period. Big milestone moment. Alex Ovechkin scored his 11th goal of the year. He has now tied Brett Hull for fourth place all-time.
0: You, do you think he can get the record? I I know he slowed down a bit, but he's still Not a goal year. scoring machine. <laughs>
1: Not this year. He hasn't slowed down. Eleven goals in what is their? I don't even. What is the Caps record? This is like their eleventh. They're, 11th they're
0: or 12th. five. They're
1: five and two. Yeah, I I mean when you think about the Alex Ovechkin is thirty six years old and he's got eleven goals already in eleven games. That's an average of a goal a game. That means he'll score eighty two goals this year, Ray. He'll be halfway to Gretzky. If that key,
0: it's not gonna happen. If he can re- if he can reach that, is Ovechkin the LeBron of this of this era? And I say that because you know in basketball the lineage kind of goes. Jordan kind of took what all the other forefathers did and made it the the best anybody had ever done. Kobe came behind him and basically like literally copied him word for word and. Re- didn't go as far, but still. And then LeBron came and changed the game. And I'm thinking of Gretzky. Brett I mean, Hull is
1: well. Brett came Hull, in. He wasn't no. I mean, Brett was good, but he wasn't. I mean, a good goal scorer, but not Ovechkin level. Um, here's so the, who was
0: who, who, who Gordy Howe? Well, Gordy Gordy Howe
1: was something completely different. Um, you had Gretzky. I you know since Gretzky, probably Mario Lemieux was the one who Lemieux, came, okay. came closest to it. But to answer your question, is Ovi this generation's LeBron? I'd say to be determined because right now I wouldn't, I would say as much as it pains me to say this, Sidney Crosby's had a more successful career than Alex Ovechkin has. Now, Sid is not the pure goal scorer that Alex is. That that much but, is true. But when you look at what counts, championships, Olympic gold medals, yeah. Sid's got, a, a, I think, what, three Stanley Cups, including a back-to-back one. Has two gold medals, medals, including the gold medal winning goal in overtime against the United States. Um, He's had Alex's number in the playoffs, except for the last time they met when the Caps finally broke through. So I I think if Ovi can get a second cup with either the Capitals or some other team, which, well, it's going to be the Caps because he's already signed until he probably retires. If he could do that, Ray. Then I would say you'd have to look at him a little bit differently, but right now he's got one cup to his name, which was a big, big moment, a big breakthrough for him, and it proved everybody wrong that he can play. He can lead mm-hmm. the championship. But I think right now I, I would i would I would give it to Sid as as you know the next guy you know in the progression you're talking Gretzky to Lemieux to yeah Sid, and Obi Sid. are right there, but I'd probably give it to Sid, and then we'll see what McDavid does. but if Ovechkin captures another cup. And look, if he captures a second cup and breaks Gretzky's record, now you've got an entirely different conversation. And I think it's, you know, when the season started, it sounded kind of ridiculous, but you look at the numbers he's putting up. Yeah, he's got a shot at at catching Gretzky and Gretzky's pulling for him to do it. So it's going to be a a tough road. But, you know, if he can keep in in shape and keep putting up 30, 40 goals a year, he's going to catch him. But. Anyway, you know, kind of going around the league, what's going on? Um, Out in the East, Florida, actually, Florida still doesn't have a regulation loss this year. 10-0-1. They hung the first regulation loss of the year on the mighty Carolina Hurricanes. So <laughs> I'm looking at the Eastern Conference, Florida, Toronto, and, the, and of course, the Lightning have now started to surge. They are the top three in the Atlantic Division. You got Carolina, the surprising New York Rangers who got pasted by Washington opening night. They're in second. Philadelphia looks to be much improved. They're in third. The wild cards right now, as we stand here, would be Columbus and Washington. Can't imagine that's going to stay the same. <laughs> that's probably going to alter some. You got uh, below that the Red Wings, the Islanders are still on the outside looking in, the Devils, the Sabres, Pittsburgh, Boston struggling. Wow. Interesting stuff, but uh, yeah, I th- I like the um I watched the Caps and the Panthers play. That was a fun game. I watched some of Florida and Carolina play. Boy, they, the Panthers are really, really good. And Carolina is really good as well. So we'll see what happens with that. But, uh, yeah, the Caps trying to get a win over Buffalo tonight. Turning our attention to the Western Conference, which, of mm-hmm. course, is uh, Patrick's Blues are in that conference. They have finally relinquished the lead in the uh, Central Division. They've wow. been, uh, been on top. But they're now a point behind the Minnesota Wild, who are 8-3. and three. The Blues are 7-2-1. and one. Winnipeg in third with 14 points. Okay, not bad. The aforementioned Edmonton Oilers, Connor McDavid, <laughs> has led the Oilers to a remarkable 9-1 and one start. God damn. And they are just n- taking no prisoners. Uh, I
0: see that, my goodness. Right
1: behind them. And here's an interesting team, Calgary. Seven wins, one loss, three overtime losses. Calgary was heavily rumored to be in on the Jack Eichel situation. It almost got him. That oh. would have been huge for the not just the Flames, but for Canadian hockey, because then you would have had Connor McDavid in Edmonton, Jack Eichel, the number two pick in Calgary, which is Edmonton's natural rival, and mm-hmm. Edmonton and Calgary go way back. Uh, that would have been really great for Canadian hockey. I know what Pat had talked about, a couple of episodes ago, talking about places where Eichel could end up, or even speculating, would you want to do like trade Connor McDavid to one of the American franchises, like when Gretzky got traded to L.A. And I was like, you know, it was different back then because we needed to establish hockey in America, but now it's almost the reverse where you need to reestablish it in Canada because they haven't had but, a Stanley Cup in 30 years almost.
0: Yeah, but but I mean, and for, forgive me from being ignorant hockey fan but in terms of like mainstream players uh man i whatever team was it the it had to be the oilers i think it was when uh whatever team was in canada that basically like shunned pk soupon to america oh this is something that they do montreal yes that's right because he's from montreal so i mean it it may be connor mcdavid got a come to america on to america to well yeah get the big bucks i so don't know you
1: put a guy like mcdavid in a market like new york or los angeles or even chicago and chicago's its own story i mean that <laughs> we talked about that yeah
0: last week. we don't need yeah we didn't even talk about. yeah um, there that's that's a failure from the top to bottom yeah
1: that would have been a big deal but all, all that was uh, all that aside calgary's having a hell of a year seven one and three shocking <laughs> equally shocking the mighty ducks event oh i sorry they're not the mighty ducks of Anaheim anymore. Hey, hey, they're on, just the Miami Anaheim ducks. ducks. They got rid of the mighty part. They are stunningly in third place in the Pacific Division, which we knew was going to be a kind of a weak division. Uh, Anaheim right now is a San Jose Sharks are <laughs> would be the number one of the wild cards along with the Nashville Predators. The Vegas Golden Knights, you know, talking about do they need to make this trade? Apparently, because they're on the outside looking in. The Maybe, Kings yeah. are there, the Canucks, Dallas, Colorado is, I mean. I'm waiting for Colorado to catch fire. Four, five, and one. The Avalanche were Patrick Stanley Cup favorite, you know, and I, I wasn't, I wow. wasn't telling him that he was wrong per se. Um, they're struggling. Seattle is four, seven, and one. So yeah, they are not the Golden Knights so far. And then of course you've got the Blackhawks and the Houston. I mean Arizona Coyotes. Uh, down there with a whopping three points. So no you
0: were right. Might as well go, go ahead and call Houston out. Yeah, we we'll go ahead and claim them. <laughs> the
1: Houston Coyotes, yeah. You know that the Houston
0: no, no shout out to the A shout out to the uh, AFL team. or H H L team, the Houston Arrows.
1: Ooh, okay. Well the Arrows are already there. I don't know what they'll
0: though they they'd be arrows don't
1: exist no more? It'd be great if they moved to Houston and they are called the Houston Oilers.
0: That'd be fun. Well yeah there's problems with that abiding everywhere. Dude, but I got another It'd be great to go them? to
1: Houston Houston games and they get that old Houston Oilers song going. That'd be fantastic.
0: Oh my god, it would. But uh I'd imagine that the McNair family and the franchise up in uh Edmonton would have problems with that. I do have a, another hockey question for you, oh oh special hockey guru of mine. Yes, sir. What in the blue hell is a Canuck?
1: Uh I don't know. Huh? it's well done. It, I, I yeah i'm not sure i'd have to look I, I used to know but i'm not sure i remember what
0: they are. the canucks is just it's a, another word for a canadian or something like that maybe that's something those to do of, with whaling those of you listening i really want you to think about the names of some of these teams because if you're not 85 years old and say things like the bees knees and dealt with like the great depression you don't know what a knickerbocker is so like it's always interesting to me the names of these teams. I, it, it, you know, like hmm. the Hartford Whalers. I know that's not a team anymore, but like no, hmm.
1: Canuck, Canuck is <laughs> a slang term for a Canadian. Okay.
0: And that's what well that's I okay. I can't say nothing because I live in a city that has their team name called the Texans. Yeah, I can't say anything.
1: The origins of the word are uncertain. The term okay, so I guess yeah, it means Canadian. So they're like the slang term of the Montreal Canadiens. I don't know.
0: Oh. One more thing. Also, you'll be proud of me, hockey fans listening, all four of you. Uh, I'm joking. That's a joke. Uh, I do know that the Montreal Canadiens are not the Canadians. They are the team of Montreal, or have you say it in French. Ah, ha, ha I know some stuff.
1: Les habitants, hmm. right, Ray?
0: The Habs, yes. The Habs,
1: that's right. The Habs. Uh, Shout it, out to you, boy. Interesting.
0: With that, hockey, with that hockey information.
1: We're going to leave off here. Interesting stuff going on. The caps are leading the Sabres three to two. We talked about the Panthers without a regulation loss. That's going to end tonight. Cause they're losing to the Rangers four to one in the third period with about 17 minutes to go. Um, hmm. so there you go. Everybody will have some regulation losses. That's going to do it for this week's edition of hockey talk. We've, uh,
0: we didn't even talk Gordon Bombay. What, what, what are we doing.
1: Uh, OK, we can we can say that for an edition of Bandwagon Nerds, a special Mighty Ducks edition of Bandwagon Nerds. Uh, Ray, I want to thank you for coming on here and filling it in for Patrick and and talking about the Jack Eichel blockbuster, which was, of course, the dominant story. Everything else going on is like we're not even a quarter of the way through the season. So it's kind of hard to really draw a lot of conclusions. But I, of course, appreciate everything you do. Ray, tell people where they can check you out on all your social media Places I know you've got your Fern Gully burner account and that sort of thing, but where else can people check you out at?
0: Well you can find me at uh it's Ray Cash, R-E-Y as a Mysterio, C-A-S-H as in dollars. And I just got just set up the account for the Houston Coyotes at Houston Coyotes. Nice. Uh one. Because somebody got Houston Coyotes. And I'm I'm joking. Uh but yeah, holler at your boy, I'm everywhere. And apparently I'm a hockey guru now, so mama, I made it.
1: You did well. We're going to trademark that Houston Coyote shit real quick, just so, uh, you know, Gary Bettman, send us your money. We'll release that for
0: the right price. It can't be worse than the Utah Jazz, bro. I'm just saying. Yeah,
1: because Jazz and Utah go together like lamb and tuna fish, right?
0: Hey, man, the Mormons up there be playing the hell out of them saxophones.
1: Do-do-do-do-do.
0: <laughs> they're one of
1: those teams Is like, wait, you were the New Orleans Jazz and you moved to Utah where there is the, it's like, the Los Angeles Lakers. There's no lakes in Los Angeles. I would live an hour and a half from my L.A. <laughs> I
0: no will lake. say, I will say, with the Lakers, I didn't know that that was. And I'm a, I'm a, I'm a basketball. I want to be in the NBA at one. Point. I will say, I had no idea that that was really about actual lakes until like I read like I did documentary on George. You see so they even... can they can sneak off that one because people don't know what a Laker is.
1: Yeah, the Minneapolis Lakers, and then they became the Los Angeles Lakers. All right, guys. You don't want to hear all Ray and I talk about shitty team nicknames that have gone awry. Washington Redskins. A show, Washington Redskins, we're looking at you. But that's going to do it for this edition of Chairshot Radio. Uh make sure you're tuning in every single day for another episode of Chairshot Radio. At least five days a week. Sometimes more. You never know. That's going to do it for hockey talk this week. We'll be catching you guys soon. Thank you again, Ray. And as they say in hockey, let's do that hockey.